I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And welcome back on a beautiful, uh, well, at least beautiful day weather-wise as far as temperature and no rain. But the winds and the fresh water and the changing directions, uh, low tides in some areas, uh, reports not looking good this morning. I was hoping not to have to hear this on my return from Kansas. But unfortunately, we're going to have to wait some time before conditions get really good for fishing to improve. That's not to say you can't catch some nice bass or white perch, sockeye, crappie, brim. Uh, that's going into prime time right now. Turkey hunting is, is going, and man, what a turkey hunt I had in Kansas. Basically driving 13 hours and 15 minutes into the hunt on the opening day of the Kansas season. With one shot, bagged two beautiful trophy gobblers. One had a triple beard, nine and a half inch, the longest one. The other was a ten and a half inch. Uh, my buddy Carl Beyer, uh, he also limited out. I, I, I had mine so quickly, he came in the blind with me, and I was able to capture on camera his turkeys. <clears throat> Unfortunately, we had another hunter with us, Jerry Cross, and Jerry had a tough couple of days. He stuck it out. He hunted a lot of hours, and we tangled with one of those uh, masters, the big boss, the old wise gobbler. And we just simply ran out of time. The clock ran out for us, and I guess that's good for him. But anyway, it was very enjoyable. I still got some time in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama if you're going to be hunting there. Speaking of Alabama, I got uh, their uh, red snapper tentative season dates uh, have been set. If you're a red snapper fisherman over in that Orange Beach area and you've been wondering about when the season's going to start, well, you don't have too much longer to go. Uh, The season there has been set just like it has been uh, in Louisiana. Of course, it's based on on poundage and numbers, so uh, when they feel that that is reached, they can always cut it short and end it. Uh, We're hoping that our Louisiana season, which opens around Memorial Day weekend, will continue on into the fall as it did last year. It's going to be three days a week, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, Alabama basically uh, doing the same thing. Their season is starting on June 1st. 27 days is the tentative date set. Again, it depends on the the, the counting and the data when it comes in that says they, their quota has been reached. It can be shut down or extended for that matter. But the three-day weekends begin on June 1st. Uh, now, there will be weekend two days on July 4th weekend. That'll be four days, Thursday through Sunday during the holiday. So it's three-day weekends, Friday through Sunday, except the opening weekend, which is two days, and then the July 4th, people are off. they got a four-day Thursday through Sunday. Size limit and bag limits are exactly the same. Two fish per person, minimum size, 16-inch total length. And now that the states have the option to set their own seasons within the, the, the allocation, uh, you may see some of those limits, either size limits or bag limit, may be increased, and that would be a great thing. All right, Louisiana, again, it's going to be open on uh, May 24th. That's the opening day of Red Snapper. Unfortunately, Amberjack is going to be closed till August the 1st, and then it will remain open till October 31st. Uh, Triggerfish, that's going to close on Saturday, May 11th, and not reopen again till March 1st of 2020. It's a shame we can't have all of these species open at the same time when they're all available, but I guess having some at some point all the time 
is actually a better option. All right, take a look at our text board. The tomato lady, our friend Ann, she says, oh, what a shame. She's no hunting or fishing this weekend, but she is wishing everyone a happy Easter. She's babysitting the grand dogs. I guess I'll be making tomatoes uh, sauces. Well, I know you do a good job on it, and enjoy your Easter, lady. Uh, we appreciate it. All right, as I said, Jason Pittman said he's seeing snow flurries leaving Gunnersville. Well, that's unusual. Um, let's see. We have Lower Plaquem. Oh, this is from one of our field reporters, um, Eric Mahabarak. Trip canceled his trip this week with the kayaks. The water's down three feet. Whew. Wind's blowing 15 to 20, northwest north, Lower Plaquemines Parish. He's rescheduling, and he wishes the Bayou Wild TV crew a happy Easter. Uh, here's one says, Don can't seem to find any keeper bass out of East Pearl. Any suggestions on locations and type lures to use? Many thanks in advance, Johnny. Um, you know, if you want to eliminate keeping the small bass, fish big baits, big, you know, big buzz baits, uh, maybe throw a jig, something that would attract a bigger fish. You expect to get less bites, but using that, you'll probably do better. And right now, this time of the year, some people like to use heavy line. Using a lighter line sometimes can can turn things on for you. And the Pearl, East Pearl's been tough. The level air's been like the out of a lot of the river systems all across the Gulf Coast. They've been high and muddy for so long, and when it starts dropping out of there, things will definitely improve on the bass scene. All right, coming back after this, uh, Captain Mike Gallo found out if he's uh, staying in dry dock this weekend or is he going to venture out and deal with this windy conditions. We'll find out right after this timeout. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, I got a text in, and this is in response to uh, bass fisherman Jason Pittman reporting snow flurries leaving Lake Gunnersville headed back this morning. Uh, Jason, if you're still driving, uh, one of your detractors says you need to get some sleep if you're seeing snow. I don't know if you want to respond to that. Anyway, it's time for the Mike Gallo Fishing Report. It's brought to you each week by CETO. You know them. They offer fuel drops whenever, whenever you need them, wherever you need them. Tow you in 24-7, jump start you. And they're really selling to you peace of mind. You know that rescue is just one phone call away no matter where you are or what you're doing out there. It's all for $179 for a whole year. You can become a member by calling Captain Chris at 504-301-4545 or sign up online at CTO.com. And i got to tell you, I hear stories on a regular basis from subscribers and members of CTO about how wonderful the service was. And they, they talk about the instance where they had a breakdown, things that just were unexpected. And uh, CTO showed up like the cavalry. So give them a call. Call Chris, 301 301- 4545, that's area code 504. All right, Captain Mike Gallo joins us. And, uh, Mike, given all the uh, situation here, I'm just getting back in town late last night and listening to all the stuff that's going on, man. We, Other than the blue sky and the sunshine, we got a mess out there. Are you fishing today? I am not fishing today. My third day in a row canceling, and I may need help pretty soon because I'm tired of looking at these four walls. <laughs> yeah i know man if you can and that's unusual you know you're out there as much as you are you still kind of miss it when you can't get out there well that's a shame i hope you're able to reschedule those customers and i'm looking forward to our trip this week and hopefully by thursday things will be straightened you know straighten out and back to yeah, normal again. It, so far looking at the extended forecast wind's gonna gonna start to recede today and tomorrow looks really nice monday looks good tuesday looks good and we'll need a couple of days for the water to start clearing up. Uh, my trips earlier in the week were were very successful. We had a group of guys from Illinois and Oklahoma come down and 
did real well on redfish in the Biloxi Marsh and caught a few bass and a, a few trout and a few black drum, you know, while we were catching those redfish. Even had a freshwater catfish one day fishing. So it, it's just a matter of when the weather allows us to get to the areas where there are fish, there's fish there and they're biting. Locally, really dirty water. Lake Pontchartrain is really, really dirty. I came across it yesterday on the bridge and very dirty water. It it did remind me of four years ago when the spillway was opened. We actually caught some trout as far all through May and into early June in some of the canal systems like Eden Isles, Lakeshore, and Gohegans. So Today I was holding out to try to get into some of those areas, but then my customer said, no, he'd rather try to catch some redfish, and we just rescheduled for a later date. Those canal systems seem to have more consistent action on on speckled trout. I remember four years ago we fished them with a slip cork, and we were able to get live bait. So if someone wants to venture out today, that would be the areas that I would head to because it's the only areas that I know of where you'll have clean water unless you run down towards the intercoastal waterway or the Mistigo, and that large area of deep water generally stays clean for a long period of time, and I would assume it's clean at the moment. Yeah, uh, that, you know, I was going to ask you about that, those intercoastal waterway shelves that sometimes can produce in, in dead winter time. Maybe there'll be some cleaner, saltier water down low because it is fairly deep there. Uh, maybe fish that wall area too. Uh, like the first thing you mentioned, you know, if, if you just got a fish and you want to be out in this weather, some of those North Shore areas, you know, you'll be able to stay out of the wind. At least it'll be protected and lower your expectations. Don't go out there with the idea you're going to come back with a full limit. And if you set them low enough, you might be pleasantly surprised to, to put a few fish together. Yeah. I spoke to um, Dave and Andrew Stewart Thursday night. We did a seminar for um, Lake Catherine Marina, Island Marina, and they told me they got full tanks of live shrimp right now. So if anybody does want to venture out this morning or later today or even tomorrow, they've got bait. And I, it wouldn't surprise me at all if Gohegan's had some fish, uh, Lakeshore Estates, Venetian Isles, Eden Isles, those areas. Uh, you get better at reading your electronics, scope an area over, look for bait in the area, see if you can find fish, and, you know, give it 15 minutes and continue to move. And once you find an area that you do catch fish in, just say, for example, it happens to be 18 foot of water and you're catching them 12 feet down on a slip cork, then you want to look for similar areas and try similar tactics. And usually you could put together a decent box of fish. I wouldn't think that you would catch limits, but I wouldn't be surprised to see someone catch 15 or 20 fish throughout the day. Yeah, well, hopefully that'll happen. Uh, Mike, before you go, Dutch Prager, can't wait to see Dutch and get in the boat with him and fish this coming week. Uh, have you asked him? We'll let it be his choice. What do you think he wants to fish? Oh, I'm pretty sure he'd love to go to the Bluxy Marsh and fish for redfish. If he has a I choice, which, yeah, that's what he likes to do. You know, it's amazing that he has fished those waters for 80 years. Yeah. Right. That's just it's just hard to take in, you know, that amount of time. And then I've been fishing it about 25 years, and the amount of erosion that I've witnessed 
is amazing. So for him, it's just I, I can't imagine how much it's changed uh, in that amount of time. And I also think back to, you know, it's a great fishery now. It must have been just amazing 80 years ago. Probably didn't matter which direction you threw or what you threw, you probably caught a fish. Yeah, well, it's always interesting to talk to Dutch. He's always got a stories and, and a lot of years of fishing that he can draw back on to tell them, whether it's offshore that he did an awful lot of and inshore fishing, just a great guy to be around and hear some of those stories from the early days and how much different it was then and, and what it is now. And we're looking forward to seeing him. So we'll put together the plan, the meeting time, and all that kind of place. We have a TV camera. We want to invite people to see that on TV. It'll be on an upcoming edition of Bayou Wild and uh, we'll be fishing with Dutch Prager, one of the founding forefathers of fishing here in the state of Louisiana. Mike, give people your contact information. You're all over my website. Got a beautiful picture of you. Man, you're looking good on my website. Where else can they find you? <laughs> Boy, I need to copy your website. It's that the, uh, the ones next to you uh, make you look better. You know what I mean? There we go. Well, I knew something was up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you can find me at aaofla.com. Uh, you can obviously Google Captain Mike Gallo. Plenty of information there and ways to reach me or uh, the old telephone, which is 985-781-7811. And, Don, we'd like to wish you, your Bayou Wild crew, and all your listeners a happy Easter. Right back at you, Mike. Thank you so much. You and Jacqueline have a wonderful weekend now that you got it off. And don't go stir-crazy. It's coming. You're going to be able to get out there on a regular basis. Yeah, I'll survive. <laughs> See you next week. All right, buddy. Talk All right, there you. he goes, Mike Gallo. Yeah, we got a big fishing trip with Dutch Prager planned and uh, looking really, really been looking forward to this for a while. All right, coming back after this, we got more fishing reports to talk about. Some bad boys at the outdoors. One guy decided to literally bail out of the boat. <laughs> Quite a story, as always. Back with all of that after this. It's the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Paddler Report is up next. Now you be stroking or pedaling or paddling or whatever you need to do to get to those fish in a kayak. we got a special report for you each week. It's brought to you by the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club in conjunction with Massey's Outfitters. They are located in mid-city of New Orleans, Covington, Baton Rouge. Got some of the best kayak fishing models from brands like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, and Native Watercraft. You can check it all out on their website, MasseyOutfitters.com. And also be listening when they have those special demo days where you can try and ride before you buy. One of our reporters is Brendan Bayard. He's with us this morning. And, Brendan, update me on the paddling situation with the fish. I understand things were getting pretty good. Everybody was getting cranked up early in the week. And then, boom, we got hit hard. What's going on? Yeah, uh, if you go out paddling today, you'll be surfing today uh, on the on the on the beach. So uh, you know, a lot of people <laughs> are kind of biding their time. Uh, it's a shame that we had this nice, you know, pretty much everybody had a three day weekend, but we got hit with uh, this pretty uh, rough wind. Tomorrow should be a little bit better. You're going to have dirty water, of course, but uh, if you could tuck into some spots that are, you know, more winter style fishing, dead ends, deeper water, you should be able to find some fish. Uh, you know, at least salvage your uh, your day and, and and catch a few. I don't think it's uh, probably it's probably going to take half a week or so to uh, you know get the water cleaned up a little bit better. Uh, we have Paddlepalooza coming in two weeks, so a lot of people usually uh, take off this two weeks prior to go pre-fish, but uh, it's going to be quite drastically different from uh, the tournament, hopefully. 
uh, we don't get the same kind of weather uh, later on. Um, fishing's been really good. Uh, you know, people have been catching them on the beach in front of Grand Isle. Uh, they, this is the time of year where you really go out. You can use those uh, big live croaker, uh, you know, topwater, uh, big crocodile silver spoons, and catch some really nice-sized trout on the beach. You know, the uh, the 18, 20, 22-inch fish that, uh, you know, really – uh, make the good pictures, the big, uh, the the best kind of uh, stringers of the year, if you will. This is the time to get out there and do that. Of course, you can't do that when the wind's blowing and howling, and you get uh, runoff uh, from the rain like we do uh, this last uh, few days. So it's tough. Yeah, it is. Um, but you know, the, the good thing about kayak is, though, you know, it doesn't take near as much to go out on a trip or to stop and reschedule. You know, you grab your kayak, you got most of your stuff together, throw it in the back of the truck or on top of the car, and you're fishing. Where a lot of times, when you got to hook up a bay boat and put it in the water and, and make all those arrangements and arrangements and plans, it can certainly be a lot tougher to reschedule it. But for the paddlers, it's usually a pretty quick little trip. Uh, you mentioned yeah. Paddle Palooza, and that's the big one, and it normally sells out. How are the registrations going? And if you would just take a second to explain the structure of that tournament. Yeah, so Paddle Palooza is in two weeks. It's at Bridgeside Marina. Um, it usually uh, gets about 200 to 300 people in participation. Uh, the fishing zones are, are pretty much anywhere in Lafouche or uh, Jefferson Parish down there by, uh, you know, Grand Isle. So both of those parishes. And uh, the object is a slam tournament. Uh, that would be a, uh, a slot redfish, a flounder, and a trout combined weight in aggregate. There's also prizes for um, you know, single fish like, uh, you know, redfish, trout, flounder, uh, spotted uh, redfish, you know, where they count the spots on the tails. And then they have a kids division and a ladies division and a seniors division. So there's a little bit something for everybody. Uh, I think they give away maybe 30 to 35 uh, different places during the tournament. There's some really great prizes. Uh, we have loaded out uh, kayaks from cash to uh, all kinds of great uh, gift cards. Uh, so it's it's a uh, you get a goodie bag, you get two meals, uh, Friday night captain's meeting meal, and then the weigh-in meal. So. Great value. I think the registration may be like fifty or sixty dollars. I go every year. Um, a, a lot of people pretty much make it their uh, their one event to come out. Uh, real friendly group. Uh, if you're if you're in the area, try to check it out. Come fish it. Um, it's uh, always pretty good fishing. Um, usually, it takes about eleven, ten, ten, eleven pounds to win. Uh, you know, flounder are usually the tougher fish to catch. And so a lot of guys, uh, you know, that's the really the money fish. If you can get a flounder, I mean, pretty much everybody can catch a, a red or a trout. So that kind of separates the men from the boys. And uh, do what you can to catch that flat fish, and you might uh, be sitting home with a, a, a pretty nice prize. And also separates the women from the girls, right? Let's don't leave them out. We've got some <laughs> yeah, really yeah. good lady kayakers out there. <laughs> Uh, Brendan, I understand you're taking the family up to Arkansas for the spring break and uh, do a little bit of a change of pace after those freshwater trout and the smallmouth, which a lot of people here, you know, it's similar to our spotted bass, the smallmouth bass. They're smaller, but they're they're really good fighters. How far north in Arkansas do you need to go to find those freshwater trout? Uh, I usually go fish the uh, White River area, and that's over by uh, the Mountain Home and uh, 
that kind of area way up north in central Arkansas at the top, I guess, uh, central north. Yeah. Uh, there's a uh, hatchery up there, which is really a neat little place. It's uh, the Dry Creek fish hatchery where they uh where they stock you know the white river with with the trout because it's a uh it's a dam uh pulled river where they pull the water off the bottom of this really big reservoir and it keeps the water cold all year long so they yearly have uh i mean it's not a spring fed where maybe uh it's naturally super cold but uh the way that it, the water's generated through the dam it, it it keeps it really cold so that those salmonoid trout can survive but the fishery itself is on its own little creek and um, if you have any children that are 16 and under they're allowed to fish in the creek by the hatchery and it is amazing <laughs> Let's just uh, i've that. seen some photos and sometimes it gets elbow to elbow fishing but everybody's catching it's great there yeah so uh looking forward to doing that uh with the uh with the kids and uh we're just gonna uh you know try that for a while then we're going to go to a place where daddy can catch some trout and uh go camping and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know do all kinds of fun stuff so it'll be great don't forget um, to hide matthew, the easter eggs too <laughs> oh yeah 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 we'll do that before we leave um massey's is having a uh, demo uh today as well over there at the duchess house on the uh, uh, bayou st john so if uh, that starts at 10 a.m today so if you're in the area in new orleans want to go check out some new kayaks Stop on by and uh, test drive all the new models. Should be pretty fun. Yeah, t- um, yeah, today's a great day for doing that weather-wise on Bayou St. John in New Orleans, right? Yeah, by the Duchess House. Yeah. Easy to see. Yep. Yep. Uh, other than that, you know, uh, fishing's been great. Uh, we, we just can't wait for this uh, weather to calm down a little bit and uh, let us back in to some of our favorite areas. The fishing should be great. Uh, just get out there and it's time to throw topwaters and, uh, you know, catching those big fish so never forget mother nature's in control <laughs> nothing we she is do always in control <laughs> Deal with it. you're right about that brendan thanks for the report as always y'all enjoy your little spring break break vacation and we'll be looking forward to hearing about it when you come back all right thanks thanks Tom. take care there he goes brendan bayard i gotta tell you the thing about brendan is uh you know he, he he gets out there a lot he fishes tournaments he's pro staff but boy he's always got time for the family. And uh, speaking of that, coming up in our More Outdoors program, John Wild is a special guest going to be joining us. He wrote a little, I'm going to call it a booklet, called How to Fish and Hunt and Still Have a Happy Marriage. And I'm telling you, it is right on target. Hope you'll be with us for that. Hope you'll be with us for our bad boys of the outdoors, because we got three of them coming up next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And I got a reminder in this morning from Josh Goins with the Flyway Federation. I want to remind folks that the Audubon Conservation Work is going on in Holly Beach this morning. Beautiful morning for it. I also want to remind us that the Flyway Federation is assisting from 8 to noon this morning. And I'm sure we're going to be hearing an awful lot about that organization, Flyway Federation, uh, standing up for waterfowlers' rights and also for good conservation measures. All right, right after this quick 10-second pause, It's bad boy time. We're back to do it right after our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, our story begins this morning when a Department of Wildlife and Fisheries agent was on patrol in St. Bernard Parish, south of the Mississippi River Gulf Outlet Channel, also known as the Mr. Go. He observed the boat actively dredging oysters in Lake Coquille around 1 p.m. on April the 9th. The agent made contact with the subjects on the vessel and determined they were dredging on a lease without permission. 
With assistance from the St. Bernard Parish Sheriff's Office, they arrested Raymond Nalick Jr., Kenneth Marrero, and Brandon Perez for unlawfully taking oysters off a private lease and failing to have written permission. Nalick was also cited for operating a boat while under license suspension and taking commercial fish without a commercial gear license. Story gets more interesting. As the agent was following the boat back to make the arrest and bookings, Perez jumped out, swam towards the marsh near Hopedale Bayou. That agent, along with some more assistance from St. Bernard Parish deputies, were able to apprehend a wet and muddy Perez. So Perez was also cited for resisting an officer and flight from an officer and unlawfully taking oysters off a private lease and failing to have written permission, both of which carry up to a $950 fine, possible 120 days in jail for each offense. Failing to have that gear license, that's a $500 fine and 90 days in jail. Operating under a license suspension carries another fine of up to $950 and 120 days in jail. The resisting an officer and flight from an officer each carry a $500 fine and up to six months in jail for each offense. In addition, facing the possibility of having their oyster harvester license pulled for up to a year and having to perform 40 hours of community service, and in the future, only harvesting oysters from a boat equipped with a vessel monitoring device, I guess you might call that a oyster violator ankle bracelet, for up to a year, a 35-year-old Raymond Nalick Jr. of Violet, 42-year-old Kenneth Marrero of St. Bernard, and 32-year-old Brandon Perez of Miro, Louisiana, are bad boys of the outdoors. Well, you can sure get in trouble, huh, if you look for it. All right, we'll be right back after this. Let's see if we can find Ryan Lambert. He was in Greece the last couple of weeks. Who knows where he is now? Hopefully we can locate him and get some fishing information from him right after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. I don't know if he'll be throwing any plastic this weekend, but first thing I want to find out from Ryan Lambert, what was the highlight of the trip to Greece? Wow. I tell you what, I, I think I think I like the open markets they have. You know, you got vegetable markets, you got fish markets, you have uh, just every, everywhere you go. There's these giant markets. These people go get this fresh food. I mean, it's, the food is really good there, and the people over there are warm. They're like people in the south. You know, I enjoyed the whole thing. Can I get any good duck hunting over there? I did see some uh, sea ducks, but uh, I don't think. <laughs> those people hunt too much and and what? you know when i go when i go other places i it makes me realize what a fishery we have because you know that beautiful water over there and you look at the fish market with the fish they got it in there it's just terrible it's just absolutely terrible what they have to to, to have for fish we got so much here it's just incredible how how rich our estuary is and everywhere I go in the world, whether it's the Bahamas or anywhere, I fish. We just inundated with fish compared to other places. Yeah, that Mediterranean is gorgeous, but uh, not near as productive as, as Gulf waters. Gulf waters. Not even close. Yeah, well, we, they've been fishing it for 12,000 years <laughs> with, with every net and, you know, before Jesus. Yeah, they eat a lot of octopus over there. Yeah. And Did they, you see they anybody? Yeah, they were... Yeah, man, they, they, well, you know, they get, get kind of desperate. But anyway, glad you're back. 
But, man, you came back to a whirlwind, huh? We had some really oh, bad weather, man, I understand. So. I was up in Kansas, but, man, I heard it was some. they closed some schools and stuff like that. Yeah, well, they, they were expecting it to be a, a tiny bit worse. But, you know, you never know when those fronts come in. But, uh, yeah, right. you know, it's come in, it's made a ton of wind, and it's a west wind, which on the east side, that just sucks the water completely out. It's very, very low. And the only thing that, that you, you have to realize if you do go out there and the water's low, those same fish that you're fishing on the bank, all they do is pull off. They they, they don't go away from that area so much. They just pull way off. So just, you know, turn around and fish the other way. I mean, it's that simple sometimes. So, you know, especially, you know, if you guys are using shrimp and, and live bait and dead bait, you know, it's a lot easier because the water's going to be even dirtier than normal. So just, you know, turn around, don't fish toward the bank. Just turn around and throw it the other way. And, you know, sometimes that'll be the answer to it. You know, get get you some, some fish on, on a day like today. Well, that's, that sounds like some really good sound advice. Um, what about on the west side? I know we got, you know, habitat degradation going on over there. I, I guess that's going to be even worse, huh? But the winds, well, you got the, the water low water on the east side, but the west side, you're going to get blown out. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you get over there on the west wind. And, I mean, the whole parking lot's covered with debris right now because the whole thing went underwater. With that, just this little bit of wind, you don't need a storm anymore for it to go underwater. You know, there's just absolutely no land out there anymore for, you know, to stop that, that storm surge. But with, you know, last week when I was going, the boys did real good on trout over there. You know, they, they had some good days, but then the wind switches and, and dirties it back up. So you just have to pick your days. You know, especially with the river at 16 foot, the the fish are still there. You just have to pick the days and get, it could take as something as simple as getting around a point with the wind blowing the same way and it clears it up and the fish, boom, but they go right in there. I mean, it's a, you know, it's just, you just have to know how to manipulate it and, and learn how to fish it when it's like that. I mean, it's been hot since October, so we haven't stopped catching fish the whole time. So, it, you know, it's right at flood stage, it's 15, nine right now. And, I don't foresee right. it going down for months. You know, it's just. I think it's on a slight rise to, right now. It's still rising. It's steady yesterday at fifteen nine. Um, it's, you know, we still got the snow to come down. We got these fronts coming through the Mississippi Valley one after another. Um, it's it's going to take a while. You know, I like the sight fish. You know, my thing is fishing nice trout and fishing sight fishing, you know, that kind of stuff. And it makes it more difficult for me. I got to get real, real shallow so I can see some fish right now. But, you know, it's just the way it is. I mean, you can't control it. You just soon roll with it, you know. And today, this is a good weekend to spend time with the family. Why would you go out there and, you know, my boats, are, you know, I have boats running because I got people from all over the country come all the time. So, but if, you know, locals right now, we're spending this beautiful weekend with the family. I mean, look at the way, you know, it's going to be a beautiful temperature, beautiful breeze, sunny. I mean, it's going to be a great weekend. It is. What about the Blackberry Report? How's the Blackberries progressing down there? I tell you what, you talk about sweet. They are so sweet right now. Oh, God. I picked a few the other day. I was at the, the lodge yesterday, and the day before yesterday, I went, and I just checked on them, and, and they're thick right now. So and sweet as they could be. So that was a good time. We got a lot of water and and uh, they 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 they're perfect. This is the week to get them because <laughs> after that they'll still start drying out a little bit. So um, <laughs> I got I got a bunch to pick. You know we got coastal day out there at the legislature Monday, so I'll be in Baton Rouge doing that stuff on Monday, and then I'll be right back at it. And we'll be right back talking to you again. So you had a good trip in Kansas, didn't you? <laughs> 
Yeah, I got when I got more time, I'm gonna tell you all about it. But uh, you know, once in a lifetime opportunity, kill two trophy gobblers with one shot, uh, saved money on shells. You know, did that. But uh, <laughs> that's not what we. My do hunt for. was 15 minutes, and both tags were gone. The first 15 minutes of opening day, it was over. Well, if if I if I guys are going out there today, be very very careful. You don't want to spend the night out there because. High tides around noonish and it's it's three foot low and then it'll be dropping again. So if you get stuck, you better get out quick. Uh, keep your CTO phone number handy. Ryan, thanks for the great advice. Uh, glad you're back in the country and we'll be talking to you again next week, my friend. All right, my friend. We'll see you then. You have a great Easter. All right. You too. Check him out, CajunFishingAdventures.com. Coming back, we're going to wrap it all up. Tell you about a little preview of Bayou Wild TV, what you're going to see on this week's episode right after this. All right, in the couple of minutes we got left before we wrap up here, I wanted to go over our outdoor opinion poll on my website at DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. We've been asking you this question, and we're going to keep this up for, I think we go through the 22nd, which is coming up real soon. It'll probably be like Monday we'll take this down. But here's what it looks like. We're asking you in response to the preliminary report that Louisiana speckled trout population has been overfished and has currently done so uh, if regulation it's a big if if regulation changes are deemed necessary what change would you prefer to restore the population to safe levels here are the options and here's what your fellow listeners are saying uh, those would like to reduce the 25 fish per person to between 10 or 15 that's 67 percent uh, all through this poll that's been the overwhelming majority Nobody wants to see it reduced to less than 10, and I will tell you that is not beyond the realm of possibility for the biologists to recommend that, depending on the data that they receive. Uh, 19% would like to increase the minimum size from the current 12-inch. About 5% said they would like to see a slot limit, similar to what we have on redfish. Another 5% would like to see seasons closed at some part, give them a break and have open seasons. Zero percent. Nobody wants to limit the number of saltwater license holders. And we have another five percent that said they don't want any change, whether there's a population shortage or not. I'd love for you to cast your vote and be counted in this. Again, it's DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. Look right there in the center of the home page. It says Outdoor Opinion Poll. It explains your choices, and uh, you get to see the, the votes uh, that are coming in. And we'll kind of wrap this up next week and give you the final results. All right, Bayou Wild TV. If you haven't seen this latest edition, boy, did you see last week with the falconry? Uh, that was one of my favorites for hunting with those falcons and hawks. Anyway, this week uh, we've got a, a really detailed interview, a one-on-one, with Congressman Garrett Graves, who authored the Modern Fish Act. And this explains what it's going to mean for the future of Louisiana offshore fishing, especially with dealing with red snapper. Uh, Martha Spencer, uh, not to be confused with Martha Stewart, we went to Martha's Kitchen, and she served up some snapper ceviche. She'll show you how to make that. Uh, If you haven't seen the show, uh, it's going to be on at 8.30 this morning. This is Cox Sports Television broadcast, 8.30 this morning. And tomorrow we've got three airings at 8 a.m., 10.30 10.30 a.m. and 7 p.m., which is the regular primetime showing. And then you can catch that episode again on Tuesday at 7.30 in the morning. It also airs on WBRZ Channel 2. In fact, it's just going off at 6.30 Saturday mornings there. Channel 54 in New Orleans at 4 a.m. You can set your recorder. We're also on Etel Vision, and you can always see it at your convenience on BayouWildTV.com on YouTube 
You can watch the program there. We say goodbye to our affiliate stations. Hope you're going to join us for the next two hours. It's called More Outdoors. Adam McDowell, LHSAA, Bass Fishing in High Schools, and John Weiler tells you how to enjoy hunting and fishing and still keep a happy marriage. And calls and texts. Lots more to talk about coming up after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.